Welcome to the Weekly Stupid. I am the editor in charge. If you like what you hear, check out more at theweeklystupid.com. We have content on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Welcome back to the Weekly Stupid podcast. This is episode 9. We offer a look at life not considered by what you might consider normal. If you are looking for truth, justice, and the American way, then you are where you should be. Please leave a review and give us a rating on whatever podcast service you are using. We apologize for the interruption in your weekly news. It's been a couple weeks since we've been able to publish something on the website. We know that you rely on the Weekly Stupid to keep yourself updated on truth, justice, and the American way. We received a cease and desist order a few weeks ago and had to figure out how to proceed. Everything is explained in our current article. Head over to the Weekly Stupid and read the article in full. This week I didn't allow the other authors to comment on the ongoing issue. We had to use some force to restrain Sarah Jean from applying retribution. We should be back to normal next week. Now, for the functionally illiterate, I'm going to read the articles that appeared last week. A small town in southeast Idaho has decided to attack climate change with a unique solution. The town invested in electric buses six years ago. Administrators were told at the time of purchase that the batteries would need replacing after six years. They were not told that they would also need to replace the chargers. The cost of the chargers exceeded the town budget. They had to sell some of their self-esteem to a rival community two towns over to make ends meet. The city was able to purchase a single charger, but it was not enough to assure all buses would be charged and ready. A local engineer came up with a solution of adding pedals to the bus seats. This would assist in maintaining a full charge on the batteries. The engineer is donating her time and was able to get the metal she needed from a local metal supply company. They're going to use rotational recording devices to measure how much each rider pedals, and then they can have their bus tickets reduced based on the amount of charge applied to the batteries. The riders that choose not to pedal will be charged full price. The town is full of young, athletic, and underprivileged people that should be able to keep the buses running for years to come. In order to motivate visitors to the city to ride the bus, the city has instituted a tax on non-residents. If a visitor chooses to leave their car in a city lot and ride a bus, there is no fee charged. If a visitor chooses to drive their car, they will have to purchase a sticker. The cost of the sticker is still being evaluated, but knowing the government, it will be excessive, and they probably won't even apply the cost of the sticker back to the project. We will continue to track this project and see where it goes. I have no doubt it will end in failure. Do you, the reader, honestly believe the government will ever be able to run anything efficiently? The only good government is a limited government. Ed was surprised that the good people in Idaho can accomplish anything, you know, with all the comas. Back on April 25th, we put out a set of articles that describe the issue of Ohioans and their potato coma issues. Feel free to go back and read those if you want. I think you'll find them interesting. That being said, he doesn't think the real problem is climate change. He thinks the more crucial issue is the power adapter issue. He blames the government regulation after regulation on these poor companies changing their product. If the government got out of the way, he's sure all businesses would be good and ethical. He was thinking about getting an electric car, you know, for the ladies. The ladies like a man that appears to care about the environment, and oh baby, does he care. Don't forget to keep those emails coming to hunkyman at allstud.net. He's concerned, though, that if he buys a car, that they'll change the power adapter and force him to buy another car. Is it possible climate change is just a marketing stunt by car companies attempting to sucker people into purchasing new vehicles? Maybe it's a tactic conceived by power adapter companies trying to make a profit. 
He doesn't normally side with that commie Sarah Jean, but this set of business practices needs to be called out. The last thing America needs is for him to appear less than his normal hunkiness. But I digress. We need to keep our eyes on the prize and require power adapter and outlet companies to develop a standard to keep their products consistent. Instead of government regulation, Ed thinks we should use public outrage and stupidity. We could start a false story about how it hurts baby seals when power adapters are not consistent. He thinks he could get Sarah Jean on board with some sort of environmental impact report. That chick is from Planet Crazy Town. Maybe we can get the government to step in and regulate some of this malfeasance. Ed knows the government is awful at almost everything, but red tape is something they do very well. Ed believes that the only true good government is a limited government. Sarah Jean, on the other hand, believes that Ed is an idiot. Big surprise there, huh? She would never fall for false environmental studies. She reads everything very carefully and always comes out with the most logical conclusion. And the best conclusion is, we have to save the Flutterbird because if we don't, everyone will die and the earth will explode. Trust her, she's done the research and her opinion is always the most valid. She has studied the bus project and she thinks it's fabulous. Saving the environment is probably the best thing we could do to save the Flutterbird and in turn save the world from exploding. She just hopes that everyone notice that the mechanic slash engineer that's doing all the work is female. Women can do anything men can do and probably even better. There should be no special treatment when it comes to engineering or mechanical work. As a matter of fact, there should be no special treatment period. Women are just as capable as men and should be treated as such. One of the reasons that she gets along with the good Dr. Beekman is his treatment of women. He values their opinions as if they were equal to any male engineer on his team. Sarah went out to the Idaho community and decided that there may need to be a few changes to the program. The buses were clean, but definitely missing some of the modern conveniences. There was no air conditioning, and she can't imagine a bus without air conditioning. They need to add that immediately. She also noticed that there were foot pedals on every seat. They should have a separate section for women where it is air conditioned and comfortable. Let the men do the pedaling. Let the self-proclaimed hunky man pull the weight for a while. Female empowerment is possibly the greatest thing that will save the world. Sarah believes that if it were not for girls like her and AOC, the world would just fall apart. AOC is saving the climate and Sarah is saving the Flutterbird. They are unstoppable. She believes that the only good government is a large and intrusive one. Dr. Beekman disagrees with his fellow colleagues on this issue. Although he has not done any studies on batteries, he believes that they are pretty toxic to make and you have to remember that they need to be charged. He thinks that the pedal idea is fabulous, but not to charge batteries. They need to use pedals to charge a hydraulic pump system. This way the riders can store up energy and also energy can be collected during braking. Another option is to install habit trail tubes all over the bus. Then get a few hundred hamsters and gerbils to run around. Their little legs would produce a ton of energy. Then instead of money, the riders could bring hamster food to ride the bus. Imagine the joy it would bring to children. The good doctor then gets nostalgic, and he remembers when he was a young lad. He would run errands with his dear grandmother, and the bus rides were boring. If he had had hamsters and gerbils running around, it would have been much more exciting. He thinks we need to keep government out of things. He has found that every time he starts a new experiment, he has to comply with so many government rules and red tape that he doesn't end up getting all of his experiments completed. He has found that the government gets all up in your business even though he only started maybe one or two abandoned buildings on fire. For Dr. Beekman, that's probably not that bad. 
He also believes that the only good government is a limited government. If you enjoyed this episode, consider telling your friends. Every time you tell a friend about the Weekly Stupid, some acid rain splashes a rodent. Also, consider leaving a review. Thank you, and as always, enjoy the stupid.